Hey everybody, thank you for joining us on this episode of Check for Traps. Last time, the group decided that they were going to go ahead and try to investigate into the images that they saw etched on the walls of a structure that led them into a cave where they were attacked by some... Giant snakes where poor Sassafras ended up being half eaten by a snake and thankfully due to the quick actions of her compadres she was able to recover and then they continued to push further into a cave where they found a giant chasm with floating stones and some sort of gravity well. They have were able to establish that there were some creatures down in there that probably don't mean them the best and the last time we left off roscow has finally decided that he's had enough of this waiting around jumped into the pond of gravity on the back of his shield so he is now riding his shield looked down into the uh gravity and seen a bunch of black looking uh squid type or octopus type creatures moving all around down below him and that's where we are, Roscoe. So, I don't want to... Well, do you know what my goal is? Is it to, like, just get to the other side? Yeah, just... I want to get to the other side. I don't want to go too fast. Um, because I feel like if I go fast, it's going to make vibrations. Oh, okay. And, and I got you. So, you're I'm just going to kind of, like, slowly... Slowly. Okay. I like that. I'm going to roll for that and see how that works for you. Okay. Um, you continue, like, you, you slowly dip your hands in, and you're just kind of working your way along, trying not to disturb the, the gravitation, gravitational well. Every now and then you come across a large stone that's in your way. You have to kind of, like, work your way around it and everything. But you get about halfway through, and you look back, and you realize that you've made it this far, and you're like, yes, all right, it's working. So you continue to push, and eventually you find yourself on the other side without any trouble, without being disturbed from the creatures. So the rope is still tied around me, right? Yes, if you did not untie it. Yeah, yes. I did that. So now, well, I want to signal them to, you know, to come over here. Um, is there any way, like... You're only 50 foot apart. Um, yeah. Sassafras has night vision. Uh, Slick has his torch. So they can see you. They can yeah. see you. I think dark vision goes up to 60 foot. So so I just want to, you know, come on down, you know. Come on. <laughs> Easy. So you're going to pull us across? Can I hear him? If, if you spoke, yes. Okay. Well... 50 foot's not really all that far when you stop and think about but it. I feel like if I pull, that's going to create a lot of movement and a lot of noises, especially inside the water. And I feel like that's going to interrupt the monsters underneath. So these black creatures are only in like what we would call the water, right? Correct. So if we were to not fall into the water we would be good <laughs> that's correct <laughs> if you had a device like to a float on oh i don't have a device to float on well i mean hey slick be my device to float <laughs> on so basically if they had my shield that would work it could work it worked for you what if i put my shield on my rope tied it up and have them pull it across the water slowly. If that's what you want to do. My shield is my baby. So who whose rope is currently tied around you that they are holding? Your rope? I've got, no, yeah, well, it's my rope. Okay, so you have a rope and you have a rope. Sassafras and Roscoe. 
you guys want to do that? You see, what you could do is you got my rope tied onto yeah. it, right? And I could tie my I rope. Tie your rope onto uh-huh. it, and then I can fish mine over while you hold your end, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then we can get on the shield while you pull while you pull us across to the other side. Mm-hmm. That way, there's two ropes, one one way, one the other. I think I want to do that. Okay. Yeah, that that would absolutely work. As far as the transportation of the shield and everything. That so. way you can kind of help pull us slowly across. That way we're not kicking and stuff. Yeah, so, Roscoe, you kind of gently set your shield down into the gravitational very, you know, as, as easy as you can. And then you motion and the two of you begin pulling on the rope and it traverses with no trouble. And it is now sitting on your side of the of the bank. You getting on my back? Yeah, I'll sit on his back. Okay, so uh, Slick, you're going to kind of ease onto ease the shield. Ease off onto the shield. You're a little taller. You're not probably heavier, but you're a little taller than he was. So it's a little. You're a little bit more lanky, trying to kind of you know sit on it. But you managed to find yourself comfortable without any trouble. And then I assume Roscoe is going to begin pulling. Pulling, I am. Okay, so you pull along. Same thing. You're very gently. You're being very cautious, very mindful of how you're pulling. This is my shield. <laughs> Huh? Because it's my shield. Because you just don't want... You don't care about them. You just care about the <laughs> shield. Um, so you're pulling the shield along, and they get about halfway with no trouble. And then you see a black figure crest next to your shield, and then dip. Is Do there I a response to that, or... If he dipped, I say we keep going. He's not attacking, and last time he hit one, it made black stuff come out. So it's probably not a good idea to attack. Keep going. Keep on going. Keep on going. All right. So um, same thing. You see another one. And as you're getting closer, more. And another one. And eventually you start to see um, an eruption behind you. Come up with creatures. Pull Pull faster. Pull faster. (laughs) All right. Ross. Oh, sorry. What? You yeah, I want to pull. Are you going to pull faster? You get the sense that they are beginning to get aggravated. Yeah, I'm pulling faster. Okay, roll me a d20, and I will allow you to choose either an athletics or acrobatics to add to it. I don't have any of that. <laughs> I want to use a, uh, athletics since it's uh, strength. Okay. So. Roll that for me. This is to see how quickly you can get them across. 18. 18. So you begin just heaving, heaving this, this rope, and they, the two of you feel almost like on a boat. You know, it rises up kind of and begins. And uh, Roscoe is so into it. You're so worried about your shield um, more so than them that you're sitting there pulling it that before you realize it, you've actually pulled the whole shield plus them up on the shore. And they are now completely out of harm's way, and all the figures that were following you dissipate. I want to hug my shield. <laughs> I'm standing there with my arms out thinking he's going to hug me. <laughs> he runs past you and, and grabs his shield and embraces it. All right. So you guys made it across and uh, sitting, you pretty much have it this way or at this, you have one way to go and that's into a cave that goes down. Let's go into the cave. Let's go in the cave. Let's go, go down. the cave. All right. We're going into the cave. So you begin going down this cave and... Um, it twists and it turns and it goes at a very steep angle. Like you are descending 
very rapidly into the earth. Um, there are stalagmites, stalactites, things are, it's beginning, some areas are very tight. Um, Sassafras has no problem navigating them. The two of you occasionally have to kind of turn sideways and squeeze through. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty narrow pathway to get down. As you do go along, you start to see there's like a, an algae or a plant um, growing on the walls that lets go a, a luminescent glow, almost to the point where you don't even need a torch. When, when there's patches. It's not constantly, but there's a patch here, patch there. You could almost snuff out your torch if you need to, and you could see without any problems. Like, and eventually, this cave opens up into a, a giant chasm. Looking up, you see floating rocks above your head. Way up, way, way up. You get the impression it's what you passed over. So in other words, we're underneath what we... Correct, correct. Um, and then... They, okay, how to explain this. In this chasm, there is a large body of water underneath. So almost like if you had fallen through, you might fall into the water that was below. And you see creatures flying above your head. The squid black looking creatures. And all around this chasm is more of this mold and this moss glowing brightly, very brightly. In fact, so much so it illuminates and you're not entirely sure why you didn't see the light while you were above. Um, there are multiple caves that scatter this going down, some larger than others, some smaller than others, but one cave stands out to you um, that looks almost more ominous and large than the others, just in the sense that it has stalagmites and stalactites that encompass the entrance, almost making it look like a, uh, a mouth, like like teeth type thing. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to go in that cave. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? Because it looks scary. But the scariest places is where the treasure is. The scariest places are where the bad guys are, too. <laughs> She's having flashbacks of being swallowed by a snake. If that's where you guys want to go, I'll follow you. Yeah, we're going to sneak around over to that cave. Okay, so the conversations that you guys are having right now, are you talking in regular tones, hushed tones? Kind of quietly. Kind of quiet, but you're not... Being too loud. We're not being loud. Right. Actually, okay. can I do like... A perception check. Sure. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. So, um, the remember the moss that I mentioned earlier? Yeah. As you're walking and as you walk by them, even kind of in your hushed tones that you're talking, it's almost that when there is a presence nearby the moss, it will almost retract back into itself, snuffing the light out, um, kind of hiding almost, uh, so that of the hide. Uh, the cave that you see looking at it, it goes, you can see back into, back into the cave itself, the, the stalactites and stalagmites and everything else. They're strange in the sense of, it's not so much a structure, but it almost, you almost get that sense because the stalactites and stalagmites are almost in like a perfect line on the top and the bottom at the, at the entrance. 
and then the back of this cave um, descends, and you're actually going to have to crawl, it looks like, to get back into the next portion of that, if that's where you decide to go into. What do you think? Well, if we go inside there, it's going to be a very tight space. Do I have to crawl? You could probably duck. I'd say the opening is probably two and a half, two foot. But what I've learned from the past cave, if we go through a small space, there's probably going to be a huge opening on the other side. Well, let's do it quietly then. Okay, so you guys uh, kind of walk up past the uh, the stalactites, and you they look sharp. They look worn. They look used. They look like they've been here for a while. And you come to that portion where you have to duck down and under, and you, the three of you pass through without any trouble. It does not open up into a massive chamber or anything else, but instead now continues out and down. Looking along the walls, there are small holes, probably no more than two, three inches in diameter, that kind of shoot inward into the into the caves of the wall or into the into the walls themselves there are also coming and hanging from the ceiling almost like a goo and a goop kind of dripping not just hanging from the ceiling like a like a saliva type thing feeding back into the way so i think we're getting closer to the creature you guys are walking back, and the smell is becoming rancid. Is it becoming what we smelt during the goblins? No. No, the goblin is just, just like nasty, filthy B.O. and, you know, food, rotten food and everything else. What you're smelling now is... Is it like Think that? like almost regurgitation, if that makes sense. Like puke for lack of a better word. Nice. Um, <laughs> the, the ground that you're walking on, you're starting to notice is your shoes are almost sizzling. Like an acid almost is eating away at the at the at at your shoes. I feel like we're in a worm's esophagus. <laughs> Miss Frizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Frizzle. <laughs> the magic school bus. <laughs> I have not thought of the magic school bus <laughs> in so long. Oh, I loved Miss Frizzle. I learned so much from Miss Frizzle. So much from Miss Frizzle. Uh, so anyways, you guys are, are walking. You, you don't go very far. Maybe like 30, 40 foot. And that's when there is, you see in front of you, a pedestal. Pedest- pedestal? Not pedestal. 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 There's a, a pole, essentially, kind of like coming not a pole but a portion of the floor is coming up and it forms into at at the crest of it almost like a white pearl is sitting on top of this thing okay it's it's small probably like a a grapefruit size can someone do an arcana check yeah somebody wants to while she does that I'm gonna call up my friend okay um Hey, Richard. Hey, buddy. Uh, remember how you were saying you was doing research on that uh, stone? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we think we found something, and it's like a white pearl. Uh, that is what it was kind of referenced, referenced? In, the, in the material as far as what it might look like, is that it would be a pearl. 
did you um, do any study on the pro? Like if it was dangerous, if it was a trap? I, I just know that people would kill the beast, open it up, and retrieve the pearl from it. And then they would imbue it into their armor or their pieces. Can you describe what the beast was? Uh, like a giant worm. Oh. <laughs> I think the realization is, is triggering in Roscoe's mind at this moment. How old does these worms live for? Uh, hundreds of years. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to go now. I want to pull up my sword. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> We're inside a worm. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> we might wake it up. <laughs> we need to get out. <laughs> before we wake them up. So before anybody does anything, let me explain to you something. Because I can see one of you doing something that you might regret later. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not us. <laughs> this pearl is not just sitting on it. It's attached. It's attached. So you will have to, like, cut it off. Okay? okay. Does that make sense? Listen here. Okay. Do we really need to? I mean, we could go to, like, some shop and, you know, get it. Might cost a little money, but, you know. We could get a lot of money for one, too. Okay. Do you want to be a lunch? We're already inside. <laughs> I know, but we can back out. Look. Look, I'm look. pretty sure I knew we were inside before you figured it out. Look, look, look. See that? But did Sassafras realize you were inside? <laughs> but but she didn't have Miss Frizzle. She doesn't know. <laughs> Do you see that entrance over there? It looks so safe. <laughs> There's always two entrances. I was gonna say exit. which entrance are you looking at that looks safe? <laughs> that was a Miss Frizzle too. <laughs> so do we want to cut out. it off? I think if we cut it off, we're going. It will die. How do you know it will die? I don't. If okay, if a human's tongue goes off, it does not instantly die. If it doesn't know we're here, we cut off a piece of its body part that's been cut off probably several it's times before. Scar tissue. Oh, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> it may be the heart of the worm. A heart? I think. Why would its heart be lodged in the throat? One so of what you you're saying is that Adam can check. Yeah, I rolled a four. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't sense any magic. <laughs> Someone else wants to roll an arcana check. Can I do a perception check? Is there anything to perceive? So, arcana yeah, go better. ahead and roll a perception check. Ten. <laughs> it looks like there's, you know, this could be what you're after. I mean, everything is kind of adding up. Is there any dead bodies? No. Skeletons. <laughs> there is no sign of anything inside this other than just floor and what if we have something okay so someone in here not me someone else in here <laughs> cuts it off while the rest of us go outside <laughs> but, but <laughs> wait you haven't heard the <laughs> best part <laughs> yet I live <laughs> here's the best part we have something that opens the mouth right and we have it open so whenever it like we can have it swords so whenever it like closes down it like you know goes through its mouth and it dies you could use Richard I don't know if Richard would like that Richard is a short sword so he's probably no more than about three foot long it's like a toothpick 
<laughs> you would have to stand at the mouth and hold it up. <laughs> I don't want to become a flatbed. Y'all don't get any sense that, like, nothing's moving. Of course. What time of year is it? Uh, I hadn't. Is it hibernating is what he's wondering. <laughs> oh, um, we'll say that it's it's probably like fall time right now. Uh, I don't know that you'd get the sense that it would be hibernating being a worm because worms don't technically hibernate. They are te- they're cold-blooded, but... So, what is around us? <laughs> worm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's worm around us. You are... You are inside inside a worm. Inside a worm. Okay. Guys. Nice so is no- it like skin, flesh? It's... it's ve- it looks like stone. Like it looks very hard, except like on the on the roof of it, there's that that fungus or that mucus which is dripping down. On the the floor is kind of the acid, which you kind of associate would lead to the stomach over time. This is the process in which it would break things down. Um, We're in its esophagus. Yeah. Okay. What if I just? <laughs> Why don't we just cut it off? Well, we don't all want to die here. Who's the fastest one of all of us? That would be me. So why don't you like... Why would you volunteer that information? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I think your movement speed, Roscoe, is 25, and so is your sassafras. Mm -hmm. Slicks is 30. Yeah. I got little legs. Little legs. So we are traveling back out. Well, we're not going to travel out until you tell us it's okay to travel out, because that would be assisted murder. I was trying to think if I could become like a flea or something small so I could just easily get out of his mouth. Well, but, I mean, you could you could but, do that. You could change into something else. Yeah, but, but then I would still have the pearl and it would right, be big. Right, the, the pearl is, yeah, you'd have to consider the size of the pearl. Yeah. Can, can you change into a giant worm? No, she cannot. She can only change into small size Oh, I was thinking, why creatures. don't she turn into a bigger worm? <laughs> Explode him from the inside out. Ooh, we could like start a fire in here and make it like smoke his breath. Pinocchio. Yes. <laughs> this this use cast flame. I knew Disney films would come in helpful. Seems like he has heartburn. <laughs> so I at this point, I reach and I grab. My crossbow. Okay. I want to book it. I want to book it out. You want to run? I want to book it out. Like you're no, you don't care. Like you're just as running. Soon, to clarify, as, as soon as he pulls out his crossbow, <laughs> I'm running the other way. Okay. You run and without any trouble, you get outside. I'm like, <laughs> did you do it? <laughs> you're you're looking back and looking back now. You realize that the stalactites and stalagmites are the maw, the mouth of this creature, and that you climbed through its throat and got into the esophagus. You, like you can plainly see that now that you were able to to put the two and two together. Yeah, guys, this is a worm. You're not here anymore, remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll keep watch outside. <laughs> you want me to take it? You want me to shoot it? I don't think it'll do any good to shoot it. We have to cut it off. Yeah, you get the I'll impression. I'll put my crossbow up and I grab my dagger. Okay. 
Hold on. Wait. Do you want me to cut it off? Grappling hook. Put like a rope at the end of the arrow. Shoot it. And then whenever it attaches, yank that sucker. Don't think we have a grappling hook. No, use a no, use a rope. Tie it to the arrow. That won't work. You have to cut it off. Okay. Just I checked, Roscoe. You're not there. I know, right? <laughs> that I means shut your mouth. <laughs> Poor Roscoe. You're outside. <laughs> Inside? No Outside. trouble. Inside? Outside. Outside. Hey, you could produce flame. Yeah. That's going to be the title of the episode is Heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to produce flame okay. in my hand. And just hold it there for now, just like so I have it ready. Okay. Now keep in mind, just because it's a magical flame, it does not produce smoke. Right. Okay. I, just, I want it, it's more like to ready in action almost. Okay, like I got gotcha. you. If I need to yeah. like do something yeah. real quick. It's like your your safety net yeah. kind of. I guess I'm cutting the sucker off. Okay. Should I cauterize it after you cut it off? You can try. <laughs> um, before they cut it off, I want to talk to Richard. Okay. Um, hey, Richard. Hey, buddy. What happened to the people that did cut off the worm? The well, I mean, obviously the the people were successful at it, but um, I mean, what do you mean? What happened to people after they? Because we found it. Oh, you found that? You we found f- the gym? Yeah, we found it. Well, how'd you kill the creature? There was no creature. Well, I mean, the worm. Yeah. The worm. Yes. yes. Is that what it it's, is? It's, it's a worm? It's inside his mouth. Okay. And my two companions... Wait, so you're in... No, I'm not. My two companions is... I'm literally looking at him right now, and one of them's holding a magical flame, and the other one has this crossbow ready. I can... Dagger. Dagger. dagger ready. Uh, I don't... In, in my studies, everything that was told is that they hunted these creatures, killed them, and then retrieved the stone. Nothing in my study stated about going inside and doing it to a living creature, so... I don't know if it's living. Well, then what... So what do you need from me? I'm seeing if you know that anybody died from a giant worm. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. You want to die from a giant worm? Why would I die from a giant worm? You want to die? Yes, I do. But okay. I, 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 that's not going to kill me. Well, you lost your Lava's chance to die. Have to destroy. You're mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. I didn't mean it. It's okay. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say goodbye now. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Click. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to cut it off. Okay. All right. So you take your hand and place it on top of this. It looks hard, but when you touch it, it's soft. It's almost got like a membrane around it. And as you touch it, you feel a pulse pulsating through it, almost like uh, to that of a, of a heartbeat. You don't get the feeling that this is a heart, but you feel like this might be a... A vital organ. A vital organ. So... You place your hand over it. You take your blade. You look at Sassafras. And are you going to do a countdown or anything? Or are you just going to just go? I'm fixing that. Okay, so you... I'm like... You know what? Yeah. Because I like dice rolls. And I like to let dice decide what happens. Just roll me an attack roll. 
It's really, it's it, there's, it's really easy. Beat, beat a six. Is all I'm asking. Eight. <laughs> okay, so you slice it, um, and you kind of realize that you haven't sharpened your blade since uh, you like went and cut up the other snakes and everything. So it's a little duller than you remember. So it's not such a clean cut, and you have to do a little bit of, of sawing. As you do, you feel the ground begin to move. And as you're cutting, a black liquid begins to erupt from the stem of the where the, the pearl is being held. Um, and you get some on your hand, and it begins to steam. Not hurting you, but doesn't feel great. Um, and eventually, you... you lop it off. So you now have the pearl in your hand. Let's get out of here. Now we run. Okay, so as you begin to run, um, you turn around towards where that little narrow area is, and that little narrow area opens up big. Like, where you can see all the way out without any problem. You can see Roscoe standing out there, whose eyes at this point have gotten bigger than basketballs, as he's looking in at this giant head of a creature that has begun to and the, um, the stalactites, which were teeth, you realize begin to spin in a counterclockwise motion. So almost like a, a chainsaw, basically, as it's spinning. The entranceway that expanded slams shut, and you no longer see the way out. And then Roscow, I'll come back to you two. Roscow, um, it begins to move at towards you. You don't see any eyes or anything else, and you don't get the sense that it's necessarily attacking you so much as it's beginning to just move, like try to run away. Um, and you realize really quickly that right behind you is another wall, and it's trying to slam itself into this wall. Does that make sense? Yeah, basically it's just trying to headbutt the wall. Yes, so it's going to, like, basically it's trying to burrow into the mountainside. Um... Is there any way possible I could climb on top of it? Uh, you could, but rem- wherever it digs this hole, it's not going to be much room for the rest okay, of its okay. body. What so you might get squished. In, what about in the behind? If you went behind it, you might be able to, but you don't see the behind of it yet. Like, this is a very long creature. I thought I could ride it like a horse. <laughs> you could, maybe, if you were in, uh, like, a, if it was not fixing to go into a cave where it's fixing to, like, chew its way through the, the stone and everything, you probably could. You could totally doom this and ride it and become a... What are those called for doom? Oh, this is going to bother me. I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, um, yeah, but you don't see the tail end of it. You just get the sense that it's going so into them. So I want to do, like, a swift, and I want to move it. You know what? I want to move myself to the right. Okay, kind of, like, dodge out of the yeah. way. That's no problem. This thing, you have plenty of time because you were expecting this. Like, you were ready, so you were braced and, and expecting it. The two of you are standing there, and as it's moving, um, so it's not just moving on the surface right now before it gets to that wall. It's kind of recessed into the ground a little bit. So probably like two foot worth of dirt and stone that it's chewing as it's going. Um, You realize that that gullet that closed and opened is crushing the rocks that the teeth are breaking up and it's actually acting as a crushing mechanism and all the stone and everything begins um, throwing itself into the into the esophagus where you two are located so 
I need dexterity saving throws from both of you as debris begins to speed itself past you. Man, you dodged this? 19. 19. 10. Okay. Slick, you very easily are dodging everything. Poor Sassafras, not quite as lucky. Um, we're going to treat this in sequences, okay? So you're going to take just a little bit of damage. You're going to take two bludgeoning damage, Sassafras, just from a stone that comes by and kind of clips you a little bit in the shoulder. Um, you get the only sense out is you're going to have to time when it opens and when it closes. You're going to have to try to jump out. Uh, right now, you also get the sense if you're going to try that, you either need to try it now while it has before it gets to the wall that it's trying to get to um, so that you can get out into the chasm where Roscoe is located. Or you can hold off and hope that eventually it finds either another cave or another chasm eventually. Or it just dies, and you're just gonna have to figure something out then. Let's get out now. I was kind of thinking about using the spell I have called Thunder Wave. Okay. It pushes all objects back away from me for ten feet. So I was thinking if I could push it into the little crushing thing, like a whole bunch of like it would more surprise it. Something yeah, almost like it's like gonna shock. puke it up, yeah, you know? Because it's, it's already hurt. Yeah. From you guys doing that. Okay, I like it. I like it. Okay. You have to cast anything, like, or does it just No, happen? it has to do a constitution saving throw. Okay. So, um, you get hit in the shoulder. You see what I'm trying to do? Does it make sense? Yeah, I think sorta? so. You're trying to basically cause it to be stunned for a second to let you guys pass through it easier. So, what we're going to do, if he fails this constitution saving throw, we're going to say that I will allow you to pass through with advantage on getting through um, this little hole because you have to get through it. And then once you get through it, you have to get through the teeth as well. But right now, you need to uh, get through this portion. So, all right, he rolled an 11. That's going to be pretty close, but I don't know if it meets you. I think... Your spell save DC? Spell save is 13. Okay, so he does not. So you cast real quick. You you get this brilliant idea, and your little gnomish hands begin to contort, and you speak whatever word it is in order to to bring this giant thunder wave. And being in such a tight little space, it deafens both of you. You, both of you at this point, are deaf. You hear, you know, like in the movies when a person gets shell shock and they just hear that, that's what you two are here are, are sensing um you also see your opportunity at this that it has done the same thing essentially to this creature and that motion begins it gets sporadic and then it opens up for for long enough for you in fact i'm not going to have you roll i think that was really smart so you both are able to just pass right through without any trouble um and you realize that the thunder wave has not just caused that to stop but it's actually stopped the worm in its tracks and you see Roscow off to the right, realizing that you have just a hair bit of time if you want to try to jump through yes. the the teeth. We want to jump through the teeth. Okay, so uh, roll me. Um, I will let you pick however you want to do this, uh, whether, whether it be athletics, acrobatics. Um, I will do acrobatics. Okay, so go ahead and roll that for me. And it's just no advantage. We're going to do advantage still because this was he's still stunned. We're going to say that he was stunned. That was very, very smart. Are you ready for this I'm with ready. advantage? What? Nat ones, both of them. Are you serious? You rolled two nat ones? Yes. 23. Okay. 
Sassafras is not made to make it through this episode. No, I think Sassafras is trying to get herself killed. All right, Slick, you jump through these teeth, timing it perfectly. No problem whatsoever. You bound through. And you spin around to see Sassafras attempt to jump as well, but only being at the size that she is, she fails and a rock is found and she stumbles into the teeth and I fall on rocks a lot <laughs> you really do and in this scenario I mean there's there's not a whole lot other alright so um, let me find my healing spell hold on <laughs> 18 damage oh my healing spell won't do any good on this one I rolled a 3, a 5 a 5 and a 5 is there wheelchairs in this universe are there wheelchairs yeah, yeah she's gonna need one so you said 18 correct does that it puts me at a negative three okay so you're at zero yes all right because you rolled a nat one your body is now stuck in the maw of the creature in the teeth the only way for you to get unstuck is for another person to try to pull her out I'm going to try to pull her out. Okay. You're going to have to reach in and grab her. So, <sighs> roll me, because you, you, there's a very good chance you're going to take some damage from this as well, trying to grab her. Um, you're going to need to roll me uh, a same thing, a, a, some sort of dex saving throw, however you want to do that. Oh. Nat 20. Hallelujah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I really did not want her to die. Slick oh. to the rescue. Okay, so He's my hero. <laughs> you, Slick, jump through, no problem. Like I said, you land on the other side, spin around only to see Sassafras trip and fall. And as she does, you just see blood erupt <laughs> from the <laughs> teeth as they begin to cut into her. Um, and she is, at this point... You can tell the creature is starting to wake back up, and it has started to create that vortex once again, which is creating, pulling all that rubble and everything else, and you see her little body began to um, be pulled back into the back of the worm. You reach through, um, just almost like you're reacting more than acting, and grab her and whip her out, and you take her and throw her to Roscow off to the side, and Roscow, you catch her without any trouble. I'm not going to have you roll. You you catch her and kind of run off a little bit more to the side. And the worm begins its increased speed towards you. Uh, and you turn around now and kind of run towards the wall. And you jump up in the air and you kind of plant one foot off the wall and push yourself off to the side and spring out and kind of do a barrel roll. And you land in a superhero pose off to the side as the creature um, goes and begins burrowing further into this mountainside where it just disappears, where you don't know if it's going to die or, or what's going to happen from you guys taking this uh, item. At this point, I want to look at Roscow and say, I told you we could do this. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to look at him. I want to uh, you know, cast again my first level spell. <laughs> Spare the dying. Okay, so... <laughs> the dying. <laughs> Death. Sassafras' new name, <laughs> the dying. So, 
Um, but I had the good idea. <laughs> twice in one episode now that you've gone down. No, was that the last episode? That yeah. was the last episode. Yeah, okay. I get them all sorts of confused. So, Roscoe, you're now holding her in your hand, almost like a small child. And you take your your hand and you hold it over her forehead. And you begin to kind of whisper an incantation um, and close your eyes. And a warmth overtakes you as the energy courses through your, your hands. And a, uh, a holy light almost imbues itself into her. And she takes a, albeit weak, but she takes a breath as she just inhales fresh air and life courses back into her body as she, she does remain unconscious at this point. I think Sassafras needs the pearl that gives her the defensive <laughs> advantages. So both times that you have gone down has been because you've rolled a nat one. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm when you roll a double nat one. I am buying new dice for before the next episode. <laughs> you need them desperately. So you are you are stuck here now. Um I wanna I wanna look at uh um Slick with a serious face and like she's gonna make it. Okay, yeah, like okay. Um wait. No worries. Is he still deaf? Oh good question. <laughs> You know what? I'll let you roll a constitution saving throw. Beat me a 10. Just beat a 10. If Please you beat, beat a 10, 10, you're no longer deaf. Okay, so you're you're no longer deaf. Like, you can hear there's still a ringing, but... I rolled a 12. Sorry, I'm not speaking into the mic. Oh, I didn't know what I was like. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah, you can hear. No, no problem. So, you two can have your exchange, whatever you need to do to try to figure out what you want to do. <laughs> I think we need to... Uh, at least wait for her to wake up before we go anywhere else. Well, does she need to wait like and then like four hours to wake up? Or I, uh, well, we roll for that. So okay. I have to roll a one d four in the new amount of time that we, whatever number I roll is how many yeah, hours in order for her to retain one. Let's uh, do that. Okay, I rolled a four again. Mm. So you guys are you have to wait for four hours. You can. She's so small. If you wanted to, you could continue on with her. We, um, yeah, we'll do that. I'll, I'll just carry. Okay. We can take turns. Okay. All right. So, Slick, you, you're kind of holding her. Like, are you holding her like a baby? Like, slung over your shoulder? Or just you like, like a sack of tighters. Like a, like a sack of... Okay. <laughs> Where are you going? I guess is my question. Because... Back the way we came. Okay. I was going to tell well, you real quick. If we go back the way we came, we have to go. True. And and that noise probably disturbed those little flying things. We could go back where the worm was and see if there's an exit that way. Right. Where it was was a cave that it had dug out essentially. So yeah, you could absolutely yeah, go that way. Yeah, let's see where it goes. Okay, so you guys uh, walk back to where it. Now you're. I'm sorry to clarify. You're not following where it went. You're going where it was. Where it was. Okay, so you guys begin walking down um, this cave, which at this point is probably 12 foot, almost in a perfectly round circle. Um, you can tell there's holes in the the stone and everything. Uh, worms have. I don't remember what it what what they're called. They're kind of like fur that's on the the side that helps them move through things. And you see those indentations on the stone wall, but you realize at the end of this cave, 
not at the end of the cave, but at the end of where this where the worm would have been sitting, there's a bunch of algae and everything that's grown in the cave. In other words, this thing has been where it was sitting for a very long time um, and has not moved. It's just been sitting here. So you continue walking, and as you do, you round a corner, and at this point, it would be probably dawn coming up outside, and you can see light coming through, and you see in front of you a waterfall covering a cave exit. You don't know what's on the other side. You just know it's a a waterfall over the cave exit. Can I peek my head through the waterfall? Yeah, like you just want to just like stick your head through yeah, the waterfall. Kind of, yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. see what's on okay. the other side. Yeah. So you stick your head through the waterfall, and the first thing that you see is a goblin village. Um, you f- ascertain that essentially the travel that you have done has all the walking and everything has put you back on the other side of the island, and this fountain is overlooking the. You're not in the goblin village. But you are right on the, the outskirts of it. It's like this might maybe be um, a water that they use to drink from and as a water source and everything. We could poison their water. Good pee in it. <laughs> I would like to pee off the waterfall. <laughs> you just pee into the uh, waterfall? I would also like to join them in a good old peeing. All right, so the two of you are peeing into the waterfall. And I'm glad I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. You just you you you. There's little trickles of yellow water now in the waterfall. Ain't nothing but good of a good sunset and a good old pan. Ah, <sighs> let it rip. <laughs> okay. I guess we're going to wait until Sassafras wakes up now. Okay, so you want to pass. You guys have been walking down this tunnel for probably about an hour or so, so you're only going to have another three hours or so of just kind of um, kicking back. You don't see any sign that this cave has been discovered by the goblins. Like, it doesn't look like they've ever come in. Do we see any of their boats? You see... So, this waterfall goes down into kind of a small little collection of water and then that water goes out into the ocean if you followed that river out where it touches into the ocean that's right next to the docks can i do a perception check on the water down below yes like i want to see if there's any creatures running around oh there wasn't like there wasn't i got you i got you go ahead just roll me perception Seven. <laughs> it looks perfectly clear. <laughs> you feel very safe that there are no creatures. I guess I want to do perception. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll me a perception. Um, fifteen. Okay, same same feeling. It doesn't feel like there's any creatures. Do I see yellow? Does the does the water look? More no, yellow? no. There is too much water. It would have been diluted. You wouldn't. It wouldn't have stood out. You wouldn't realize. I want no. Roscoe, I think we could uh, jump down in the pool of water, take it out to sea, get one of their boats, and head back to the mainland. Are we just going to chunk Sassafras down the water? And we're going to wait for her to wake up first. Oh, I thought we were just going to chunk her down. We can, and we might be able to wait till like nighttime when they're having a little party. We would have to be quiet about it. 
Because, I mean, if we jump off and it <laughs> make a big little splashing sound. It's not super far. This waterfall, like maybe 10 foot down. Oh, okay. So it's not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds good. All right. Let's just wait for Sassafras to wake up. We'll tell her our plan. Okay. So that's just three hours to wait around. So Sassafras, you, you come to... Um, the two of you are just kind of sitting around exchanging pleasantries and just passing the time by peeing into waterfalls, apparently. And Sassafras wakes up. I guess I need to <laughs> roll some hit dice again. <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Well, what's the plan, uh, guys? Right. So the plan is we're going to jump off this waterfall. At, but Do you but, guys realize I've died in like every episode? So let's not kill me. Well, we're, just listen. Do you want okay. to wear a floaty? Just, just listen. We're going to go down in that water. We're going to float it out to buy their docks, and then we're going to take one of their ships to the mainland. We're going to steal it. All right? While they're having their little nightly get-together. Why don't you wait till they're all asleep? Because then if they're asleep, Because no they're going to be loud. Yeah. No noise will be made. They won't hear us. Asleep what Roscoe thought when he made his thunder clap noise. That was thunder. Thunder. So what do okay. you think? All my ideas fell miserably, so <laughs> I, I... You're part of the group. Don't have a dog in this race since I've died. Well, I mean, if you had... I did save you, though. You did. We could take a long rest, wait till nighttime, and then try the plan. Okay. You know, I've been wanting to do something... You want to tell me how much you love me? No. I've been wanting... I might try to... Um, what's it called? With my dagger? Uh, was with Richard? With your sword? My, was Richard to... Mm-hmm. Uh, attune to attune. Richard? Attune was you want to try to... You want to attune to Richard? I think I do. You think you want to... You want to you wanna wanna become one with Richard? I think I want to become one. Okay. So if you want to attune to any weapon or item that requires attunement... You have to spend one hour focusing on that item and become conjoined. I'm sleeping. You're sleeping? So, okay. So, we're, we're doing a long rest right now, waiting till evening. he does that, because okay. they want it to be nighttime anyway, and, well, my health is not good. Okay. <laughs> Attunement. Attunement. Okay. Yeah, we're going to wait till we start hearing the drums and stuff. Okay. So, he's attuning. She's sleeping. Slick, what do you want to do, But. Uh, I guess I'll just take a nap. Okay. Just rest, kind of do whatever. If you hear keep an eye out. Yeah, I, I tell you what. You know, I might attune to the the little stone thing or whatever if I need to attune to it. Okay, so it's not so much an attuning thing. Um, if one of you were to look at it, we could go a little bit more. You you need to spend a little time understanding how it works. It's not going to be that you don't attune specifically to it. Okay, I want to understand how it works then. Okay, are you magically inclined? No. Okay, so somebody who is magically inclined would need to kind of like investigate. Well, you know, uh, Sassafras, can you investigate this? Well, is she sleeping? You, you, it, well, if this is okay, so a long rest doesn't necessarily mean sleeping. It just means you know relaxing and kind of okay. chillaxing out. Sure. So, roll me an arcana check to understand the, what? Having me roll again. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Slick, give me your uh, <laughs> dice. 16. Okay, so you feel it, and you feel the same thing 
that uh, Slick did. She's kind of that membrane is kind of a little bit sloshy and everything. Sensing it, you feel like the source of the power is not on the exterior. You feel like this is almost like an eggshell. Like there might be the power lays inside it in a much more finite if somebody could break it open and extract that power and then lay that power into a specific item, um, whether it be a necklace, a weapon, a shield, uh, armor, that they might gain some sort of benefit from it. You know that that benefit will increase survivability, but you're not sure exactly how it will increase survivability. Is it something that you could use, Sassafras? Well, considering how many times I've died, um, probably. Uh, I mean, I can help you cut it open if you need help. But, well, it really needs to be for somebody who takes, well, I was going to say a lot of damage, but I guess that's <laughs> me. <laughs> you, I, I will point out, you you have taken damage because you've had bad rolls. I know, that's I mean, why that's, that's why I really feel like maybe it should go with um, Roscow and his shield or something. It, it's defense type. I mean... On this subject, I'm not going to say I need it because I took the sword. So if someone else wants it... Who knows what the sword's going to do to you, dude? I'm, I'm, I'm about to return to it, so I'm about to find out what it's going to do to me. Well, why don't you just take that and then lay it in your shield? Ooh, my shield. <laughs> in the Susie. I want... Well, first I want to turn to the sword, to this dagger. Okay. It's a sword. It's it's a short okay. sword. So to the short or a a sword that you are proficient with. Whatever that. If it's not a short sword, we'll say it was a long sword or okay. or whatever. It is a sword. A sword. So we'll figure that out here uh, in a little bit. But anyways, with that, we are going to go ahead and call this episode. Next episode, uh, it looks like we might be trying to make for the mainland and get off of this island. Now that you guys have retrieved a couple different items and experienced some death, some death, a lot of death, a <laughs> lot of death. Maybe maybe you guys will... Uh, new dice coming soon. New, new, new dice coming to a table near you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. We really appreciate your support. We hope that you all have a wonderful week. And we will see you next Friday. Adios. <laughs>